As the days move towards the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, there are fears the Kremlin will mark that milestone with a major assault. With British and German tanks headed to Ukraine, Moscow has mobilised hundreds of thousands of troops and increased its own production of weapons. Ben Hodges is a retired Lieutenant General who served as a commander of the US Army in Europe and he joins us on breakfast. Ben Hodges, welcome. Thank you very much, Patricia. You believe this uh, stepped-up Russian assault on Ukraine has already begun. Why is that? Well, first of all, the the reports of a massive mobilization, you know, 500,000 new Russian troops on the border, I think these have been blown all out of proportion. Um, The last Russian attempt at a mobilization back in September was a disaster. Half a million Russians left the country rather than be mobilized. And they demonstrated that they were not prepared for a large-scale mobilization, equipment, accommodation, uh, training, leadership, and they have not fixed those things yet. So I'm very skeptical that they have come up with an additional two, three, four hundred thousand troops. But it does look like on the ground there has been an increase in the number of troops involved in the fighting, particularly north in the northeastern corner around Bakhmut. But still, these are just massed infantry, and they're suffering hundreds of soldiers killed, not just wounded, killed every day. So I, I think that this big counteroffensive uh, or new Russian offensive has been significantly overblown. It's serious, but it's not the kind of thing that's going to change the overall operational situation. How do you see it playing out then? So I think what's going to happen, uh, assuming that the West continues to do everything that we said we were going to do, is that Ukraine will be able to hold uh, mostly along the lines, except for maybe in local villages, that sort of thing, with what they've got there, uh, and that they will continue to build up an armored force that they would use to penetrate linear Russian defenses further to the south. The, the real decisive terrain for this campaign is not Donbass, it's Crimea. Some of the most intense fighting has been around the northern city of uh, Bakhmut. Now, Russia's Wagner Group says the mercenary force has taken a village on the northern edge of that embattled city. Do you see this territorial gain spreading further out? Not really. I mean... You know, the the war actually started in 2014. Of course, what we're coming up on is the anniversary of the special military operation, which was a significant expansion of Russia's aggression against Ukraine. But this has been going on for now, coming up on nine years. And here we are, February 2023, after with all the advantages that Russia had, the enormous expense that they have uh, entailed, the thousands of troops that they have lost, and they still are fighting over Bakhmut after more than five months of specific attention by Prigozhin and his Wagner group, where they have had the priority of, of resources. So I think that they really are limited on what they can do. Uh, but let's just say, from an operational standpoint, even if they captured Bakhmut in the next two weeks, then what? They, they have no force, no mobile force with which they could exploit this uh, town. And we're talking about a town that is in the far, far eastern part of Ukraine. So I I think, um, yes, there's been terrible fighting there. Yes, there's been terrible losses, especially on the Russian side, but also on the Ukrainian side. But from an operational standpoint, 
Um, I don't think this is going to change things uh, significantly. Yeah, and we know Russia has been mobilising troops, as you say. You say it's exaggerated, but they they certainly have been mobilising. But also many are not well-trained and and poorly equipped. So are these troops going to make much difference? So if this was 1815 or even uh, 1915, having tens of thousands mass infantry might make a difference. They might be able to overwhelm um, Ukrainian defenders in, in certain places, but but not in the year 2023. For mass infantry to be successful or effective, it has to have mass artillery enabling it. Now, Russia's campaign of missile strikes on larger Ukrainian cities has really caused damage and, of course, killed civilians too. Has it shifted, though, the overall course of the war? How disruptive has it been for Ukraine? Well, of course, you're right that thousands of uh, innocent Ukrainians have been killed or injured, uh, thousands of homes destroyed, and, of course, the damage to the power grid um, and other infrastructure has been significant. But no, it has not achieved what the Russians had hoped. In fact, I think it's achieved the opposite. First of all, the constant attacks against civilian targets every every time is a war crime, and these are being documented by the International uh, Criminal Court in The Hague. And of course, the rest of the world is watching this. So the Russians are not gaining any sort of support from anybody, even from those countries who might be ten, who might tend to want to support them somehow. Secondly, I think with each rocket or missile or drone that hits a civilian target, the Ukrainian people become even more resolved not to give in. I've read where Ukrainians have said they would rather live under Russian bombs than Russian domination because of what happened at Bucha. And uh, I would I would also say that probably somewhere in the Kremlin, people in the general staff are saying, sir, we're spending multi-million dollar missiles against power stations and it's not having any uh, significant effect on Ukraine's ability to generate combat power. And by the way, it's the middle of February, so the the idea that they would freeze people is also uh, not not working for them. So I think this has been a uh, strategic error, a strategic bombing campaign by Russia that has not yielded any of the results that they might have hoped for. How likely is it that Russia could use chemical, biological or even nuclear weapons as part of a stepped up campaign against Ukraine? I mean, that's obviously the the fear that everyone's held throughout the war. What's what's your view on this? Look, um, we have deterred ourselves for over a year. Um, yes, we take the threat seriously. They have thousands of, uh, of nuclear warheads, uh, tactical as well as strategic uh, they have chemical munitions. They clearly don't care how, how many innocent people they kill. But the fact is there is zero battlefield advantage for Russia to use a nuclear weapon. There, there's no positive outcome for them at all if they use a nuclear weapon. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for the privilege. Ben Hodges is a retired lieutenant general who served as commander of the U.S. Army in Europe. And you're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.